He was a nobody before. He wasn't a nobody. He was still a football player, but I didn't know about him. But his his status rose with Sierra. But football players are kind of different because you got to admit, as big as, let's say, who's who's the biggest quarterback in all of football? Tom Brady, right? Goat. Goat. Goat Brady. But he's not bigger than the NFL. No. I mean, that's But LeBron is bigger than the NBA. You think so? I think so. Absolutely. I think so. He's a billionaire by himself. With the help of the league's money. With the help of that, but it's more so so endorsements than anything else. You don't think so? You don't think... Okay, let's do go for go. Jordan. You don't think Jordan's bigger than the NBA? What about Kobe? Kobe wasn't bigger than the NBA? Nah, it, it's hard to say that someone is bigger than what made them famous. But eventually, for. but eventually, the thing about the character, they they could get their brand could get bigger, but it's always gonna be because they started here at the NBA or they started at the NFL. Then they use that money to make their businesses into something else. I know it, it's kind of like us where we use our local nine to five jobs. To fund what we're trying to do but outside our, of but, work, but we're, I'm bigger than but you. We can be show. bigger than our job, though. That's a fact. I will always be bigger than my job. Than our startup, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I, so I'll say this, right? As an argument, um, the NBA. Yeah, you make a good point. You can. They they use that so, startup so, to uplift themselves. Exactly. But the NBA is smart because they will use that person's Probably. stardom. Yeah. And attach it to the league yeah. and ride with them. It's almost so, like a symbiotic relationship. It's symbiotic. Yeah, but it's like, the, I'll help you. Great word. But, but I'll I, help you, but we're going to help each other. But you I can was, be the biggest. Yes, be, yes. But, but always remember time, what fucking made you. But at the same time, nobody in the NFL is as big as... You go to China, you go to China. I'm pretty sure niggas in China don't know who fucking uh, Tom Brady is. Yeah. You go to China, there's no fucking... Homie. There's fucking Fucking murals of Kobe yeah. and Braun over there. Mm-hmm. These niggas are like stars. The the biggest thing is like also soccer players. Like soccer players, they, they can be yeah, bigger they, than soccer. Yeah, because you will have a fucking statue. Yeah. In, in your country. And I also think because with soccer, they uh, what's it called when they kick you out of the league if you do bad, if you're in the bottom, you go yeah. down to the lower league. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's yeah, like that's it forces league. you to perform to a standard. Or you won't be where you're getting all the cameras and lights when your starter's gonna go down. And 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 soccer is different because you have you have clubs. Yeah. And then you also have country. Yeah. So when you represent your country, the country is bigger than a club. Yes. Way bigger. Way bigger. Well, you get more money with the club. with the clubs, but you're, you'll you're become, not a rarity is yes, bigger with the com- country. With the you country. become a fucking global. It's nationalism. Yes. Nationalism is always bigger than yeah. the individual. Individual. All the time. Yeah. Let's get back to this Russell Wilson shit though, because to be completely honest, it's not Sierra that did it. I think it was Future. Hold on, hold on. So before we jump into it, let's intro this shit and then we'll get Because <laughs> we ready to get the ball rolling. So what's up guys? It's your boy Short and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Of course, I'm here with Amir. I'm here with Jamal. How y'all fellas doing this week? It's great. I love this fucking conversation. Yeah, I'm not going to chop it up. Let's just get right to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a conversation outside that led to a pretty good topic. Uh, Russell Wilson, the quarterback of the now Denver Broncos. Uh, they won this game, right, this week. 
uh, and the comparison between him and Future, and I guess the relationship status of Russell yeah. Wilson, right? How uh, Sierra brought him up. Yes. He was, he was seen as more as like Elaine. Yes. And she brought his status up. And it's only because it's the good guy versus the bad guy type shit. So it's like, without Future, there still would not be Russell Wilson and his stardom because the whole conversation started when Sierra left Future and then got with Russell Wilson's like, oh, look how happy she is. Look at yeah. this, look at this. And so they're basically like, if there was no future dogging her, making her sip, like doing whatever, because I'm not trying to get fucking sued, because celebrities are out of pocket right now. Mm-hmm. But whatever she was doing with future, um, it was a complete 360 when she got with Russell Wilson. Yeah. So that's where the yeah. comparison started leading off to. And that's how he got his stardom, because it was the sympathy that they felt for Sierra. Sierra. And then that's she when they started the conversation with the on Twitter, rapper, right? To someone who's more good guy, family guy, good guy. He's godly, openly religious, yeah. and yeah. more openly uh, positive with his relationship. Yeah. So Twitter just compared and contrasts like they always do, and that's what got him his stardom. And then they just kept it rolling. Like, and then eventually, future wasn't a. Uh, a, a factor because he was doing whatever he was doing with Lori Harvey and everybody else he fucking with but you know at the end of the day I just don't think that he would have had the clout that he has today if it wasn't for Future and yeah. that's only because of the compare and contrasting that had to happen after she got with him Jamal? I don't, I don't know if I agree with Future being yeah it, 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 it leads to the story like it leads to the the the, uh, the, the myth no the myth of uh, Russell Wilson but I think Sierra just off her her stardom lifted his stardom mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything like I think what what you're saying I think it, like to like the blogger sites like that that's something that's a conversation on shade room right yeah but I don't think that's a conversation on like Sports Center or fucking Fox News like, yeah. The fact that he is playing like shit, but he has five games on primetime. Yeah. I think it leads to his accomplishments on the field. Number one, how much money they offered this nigga. Yeah. I think... Quarter of a billion dollars. Billion dollars, a, a crazy for amount guaranteed. his prime. Yeah, a, a bunch of money guaranteed. Um... And the other shit that surrounds him, like, the people that he plays with don't yeah. really fuck with him. Yeah. They feel like he thinks he's better than everybody Didn't he, he was, like, on the plane doing a workout on yeah. the plane? Yes, running up and down <laughs> while he's asleep. People are sleeping on the plane, and he's working out on the plane. What a kind like, That's a big move. Like, sit down, relax. And, and, and I was listening to somebody that knows about his contract. Like, they gave him his own office in the Broncos facility. They, yeah. He has an office? He has an office. He has his own office in the Broncos facility. He can bring his people in from um, Seattle that he liked, like his trainers and shit. Yeah. They brought him in with him. Wow. So it, it just... It sounds like they're trying to work him out to some type of position outside after football. Mm. That could be a possibility. And I think that he's just a likable person. Like yeah, his, his char- character. Like I said, his character. Yeah. Um, a good character would get you a long way. A good character would get you a long way. So Especially, he never, he never says anything wrong. Positive. A, I mean, it, even when he loses, it's like, I got to be better. I got to do this. Yeah. I got to do that. He takes accountability. He takes accountability. Like, we all got to get better. It's not like Aaron Rodgers right now that's like, these niggas are 
these niggas need to uh, simplify the playbook for these guys yeah. because they don't understand it. Or when he goes on Pat McFay and he's like, yeah, everything I say, no one's approached me yet. Nigga, it's like you're dealing with rookies. Yeah. These guys are first years. You you expect, you're Aaron Rodgers. You expect rookies to come to your face and be like, I don't like how you talk to Yeah. They're going to they gonna try to keep their job. They're going to keep their job. They're going to try to keep their job. And, and they're <laughs> passing. Like, this nigga throws the ball. Like, I have to catch his passes to be successful in this league. Like, I'm not about to approach him for shit that he's saying. But yeah. he shouldn't be bashing me in the media either. Mm-hmm. Like, like, when we compare Russell Wilson and then there's Peyton Manning too. Like, everybody loved playing for Peyton. Yeah. They just love playing for Tom Brady. That is, that is true. Like, nigga, like, even Mike Evans was like, um, yeah, we're three and five, but no one's blaming Tom. Like, no one's going to blame Tom. Yeah. It's not his fault. Nah. Like, uh, I don't know. Russell we'll Wilson see. has a problem. Uh, I with think his teammates. With his teammates, but he's a good player. He's a likable dude, and his character got him far. Yeah. I wouldn't personally hang out with him, though, because people who do shit like run up and down the fucking plane... <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like people who do too over, much. Over dramatic. Yeah, I, I. One thing I hate is people who do too much. The only person who do too much that's in my friend group is probably Clyde. Oh, Damn, what shots! Could, fire. What you, what you could bleep that. But I fuck with Clyde. Everybody knows I fuck with Clyde. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So let's just get into the topics here. Uh, the first thing I wanted to bring up is you guys see the video of the auction of Blue Ivy Carter. Yes, uh, auctioning for her a pair of earrings and she, she bid eighty thousand dollars and lost. Uh, who? Who? Blue Carter. But but who outbid her? I don't know. Someone. But she was there with her parents. Yeah. Uh, so her parents were literally like teaching her the way. The way. How yeah. we do this? That is fucking amazing. But this is even the first time she's done this. Like I believe I saw a Tyler Perry um, interview or something like that where. She bid, outbid Tyler Perry, and Tyler Perry was like, hell no. And he ended up paying like over a hundred and something thousand dollars because Can't lose Blue her. Ivy wanted that shit. And she was like, I'm not losing to this 10 year old little girl. Yeah. And I, so, would, I would let her have it though. I'd be like, I wouldn't let her have it too. That was his ego. Like, if, if a little girl. Big bank take little bank. Big bank. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah <laughs> no money. That's really Hove over there <laughs> controlling her. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Hove, I see you. Raise your hand, baby. My shit. Um, but I thought that shit was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and for her parents to just be sitting there, Letting knowing that she has eighty something thousand, like I what, want what, that. What shit. you think her allowance is, nigga? She don't. She has a trust that she probably already has access to. Like her, there's no such thing as an allowance when you get that rich. Like he's a billionaire. There will be once I become as rich as I want to be. There's not going to be a limit on to what my kids do. No, but you should teach them a limit so they could work to establish. No. Uh, the rumor has it that you can't spend a billion dollars in one lifetime. And yeah, and then what did he say in his song? He was like, he's like, I'm more for B or two. And he said, don't forget about the other B. And then Beyonce was like, hey. Yeah. And like, they, they're worth they're worth a lot of yeah, fucking money. She, he's worth a B and then she's worth like 500 But what if she want to teach your kid the, the importance of money since they both weren't, nah. they didn't grow up rich. Nah, because but now she, your your kid is now literally it, limitless with money. Dude. No, it's, it's not too, reality. It's too hard now because y'all, okay. you, you made, they made so much money that her kids' kids will still eat off the money yes. me and my wife made. So yes. why try and teach 
that you that you that you have to be frugal. Frugal to 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 add more to that, so the next other generations eat off of it too. They, they, what if it stops at just two because she didn't learn the right things to to grow the money even more? I definitely I think, think that there's a balance. So so say for instance, right? I believe that they're not they're not stupid people. We know this because of all of their accolades and accomplishments. So I think they're teaching them to be able to enjoy their money. But behind the scenes, we don't know what type of education Blue Ivy's we, getting. Yeah, right. We're, um, we don't. But I'm saying, wouldn't you want them to know the importance of that? I personally would teach them different things. Like, we don't know how the rich teach their kids. Like, I would teach them the importance of a financial advisor. I would teach them the importance of investing. I would teach them the importance of how to make your money grow, not necessarily how to be more frugal. Like that's the one thing that my mom- about being frugal. Yeah, you didn't. So my mom has always told me like, no matter how much money I make, I should still make my son cut the grass or make my son wash dishes or make my children do certain things just to make sure that they have a work ethic. But in my head, you know, I understand where she's coming from, but if I have, you know, uh, um, a mini mansion on three or four acres, I'm not gonna make my son cut three fucking acres of grass. Like, I'm not even gonna save a patch for him to cut because that's just something that has been phased out. Yeah. Just because we had to do it doesn't mean that our children have to do yeah. it. So there are certain things that I would instill into my children, like this is how you make your money grow. This is how you do things with and your money. And that's what but, I will say. Have them yeah. know the basis to grow the money, so Absolutely. it reaches. It doesn't just stop after Blue Ivy, for example, because that's what we're talking about. It doesn't mm. stop at her. It doesn't stop at her little sister. It goes further than that because everyone's learning it to grow into it, so it keeps on growing, yes. so it lasts longer for more people. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I what definitely I'm saying. think that's something that they're doing, but I would damn sure let them play with it because it's like, why yeah, yeah. eighty thousand dollars? They are you that's, kidding that's me? That's, that's not that's, that's, that's someone's whole yearly salary that she's playing with for some earrings. That's a, that is so, a, that's eight dollars <laughs> to them. Eighty thousand. And it's like an eight dollar. It's fucking crazy. But that thing, I thought that shit was cute. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, you teach them the importance of it, so you know they're definitely yeah. teaching her the value of artwork too, and mm-hmm. how the the money and artwork goes up. So you can tell that she's they're putting they're staring her in and the right been, way. They've been doing that shit forever, like how she was drinking juice, like using the Grammy as his fucking sippy cup, and then even in his music, he was like, I got a Picasso or something. I can't wait to leave this shit to my kids. Like mm-hmm. he's putting it in his music, and we also see from Jay Z. Um, with this 444 album that he's very strong with his family. Like, he's really trying to build that type of mentality. So I think that's a part of her training. Um, and I think another reason why she did it is because I think that her grandmother was the one running the auction. It was like Kiki Palmer and um, Beyonce's mom that was on stage. I, yeah, it was someone. I don't think it was them because uh, the auctioneer was like, oh, we got Blue Ivy up in here auctioning. Blah, that sounds blah, blah. like Kiki Palmer. Yeah, I, it wasn't Kiki. But it, it was someone. It, it, it was someone. It was the option, but it wasn't Kiki and it wasn't her mom. But regardless of the fact, it steered her in the right direction. Um, I actually found this pretty funny. Well, not funny because someone passed away, but the way it happened. Uh, world's dirtiest man <laughs> dies a couple of days after taking his first shower in over 50 years. Wow. <laughs> was it the shower that took him out? Possibly, he probably got used to that biome. That was his new. That's ugh, that's disgusting. Actually, no, he didn't take a, a shower for over fifty years. That's him. Like, of course, he that's was like a Neanderthal. <laughs> he was like a Neanderthal. But I can see how that can happen because his body, like we're very adaptive creatures. 
So his body probably got used to the amount of germs and the amount of things that was just in his system. Yep. And then when he washed all that, that shit his away, body his body, yeah, his body didn't know how to react. Or the shower is just a coincidence to all the sickness. just being dirty. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he thought he was going to die regardless if he took a shower. Yeah. Um. Anything on that? Mm-mm. Henry Cavill <laughs> back as Superman. Uh, he was the post-credit scene in Black Adam. Uh, and you saw the news yesterday as well. He is actually. I didn't watch Black Adam. I didn't watch it either. Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> also for uh, Henry Cavill news, he's pulling up uh, the sword as Gerald. He is no longer going to be the Witcher. He's hanging that up. Yeah. Uh, and Liam Hemsworth is to replace no, him. No, I rather him be the Superman. Uh, Superman is more iconic than he, the Witcher. He clearly chose Superman. Over the Witcher. Of course, I would I would choose Superman over the Witcher too, but like I'm I don't even think I'm gonna watch the Witcher with this new nigga. No, it's Liam Hemsworth though. Who the it's, fuck it's, is it's that? A, it's a, one of the Hemsworth brothers. Yeah, the the nigga uh that plays Thor, his brother. He don't he, know. He don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he's legit. He's legitimate. Yeah. And so when he gave him the mantle, I was like, oh that. I was still watching. Yeah, this Liam, might be a good Witcher. Though. Yeah, Liam Hemsworth is the show should is still decent. the show shouldn't change structure much. Yeah, maybe Not from him. Yeah, maybe his his like uh, he's still gonna have the still shitty attitude. He's still gonna be that's just mm. who that character and is. It should be an easy character. To, I don't know. Yeah, because he but, does show depth. Sometimes. Yeah, we just gotta see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on that? Oh no, I'm excited that Henry's back in Superman though. Because fucking um, Man of Steel was fucking amazing. Yeah, so that's an amazing a, movie. That, now I need Man of Steel too. Yeah, immediately. So we'll, we'll segue into the, this topic uh, a little earlier. Uh, Warner Brothers actually discovered, uh, finally found their new Kevin Foggy. Officially, yeah. James Gunn and Peter Saffron they're gonna run DC Universe mm-hmm. uh, as co-CEOs. Uh, so if you guys know James Gunn, director of uh, Guardian of the Galaxy for Marvel. Uh, didn't he get like kicked out of Marvel for like something a couple of years ago? I can't remember. Yeah, but uh, but essentially he's now leaving Marvel to work as the head of DCU. I think they're calling it now officially yeah, uh, for them. So I think they said the only thing that's not going to be underneath him is the Batman series uh, and their spinoffs, the Robert Pattinson Batman. Um, and their series, they also said that the Joker isn't going to be underneath him. The new Joker with um, uh, Joaquin, yep, jo- uh, Joaquin, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix, right? That's yeah. his name. And uh, Joker Two with Harley Quinn is not going to be underneath him, but everything else is going to be directly from him. Uh, he's basically going to be handling the uh, directing and the overall direction, yeah. and the Peter guy can be handling like. Uh, uh, the casting and things like that, mm-hmm. and also he's still uh, James Gunn is still going to be doing like directing movies as well. Okay. Uh, so as the DC guy here, it makes me nervous. I'm gonna be honest because um, James Gunn's movie comedy, it's all comedy, all comedy, it's all funny, and it, it, DC is known for its darkness. Serious, yep. It's dark comics. Mm-hmm. So even even the movies that he's done has been like comedy based. They've been good. Yep. Like um John Cena shit. Uh, uh um damn what's up? Peacemaker. Peacemaker and then what Suicide Squad 2. Yep. 
But those were like Laffy too. Those like, were all, and that kind of, cause we all know Warner Brothers was bought by Discovery, mm-hmm. so the merger is officially complete. Mm-hmm. So it's called Warner Brothers Discovery now. So essentially, new CEOs, new leadership, they already canceled like multiple movies, background movie canceled shells. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna see the day of light. And it was a done movie, but they said, nope, we'll rather uh, get this tax write off as a new business, right? Yeah. So uh, it looks like they kind of realize where they wanna go in the future of their movies, mm-hmm. and that's to make a profit overall over everything. So- but unfortunately, that's. The Marvel way. Yeah. Let's get this as fam- family friendly as possible. Let's get some ha-ha's, last last here, and it. let's make it so everyone comes in here, and it's not just a serious movie every time. Um, Marvel has had movies where they're kind of serious, but it's never been a James Gunn movie. Nope. Like, um, uh, example would be Winter Soldier, Captain Winter Soldier. America. That was pretty serious. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a couple other ones that I can't think about that are ha ha, but all his movies are ha ha. Yeah, and I hate it. I don't like. Uh, I don't. I don't like James Gunn movies. Yeah. So it scares so you're me. You're not a big fan of this move, then. I, I I do think they need someone to be like, all right, this is the direction we're moving in. If he could do that without making it funny, and still, cause I I gotta watch Black Adam, but I don't think. I haven't seen a part that was like, haha. Yeah. No, it looks like an overall serious, serious with some dry humor. With some dry, yeah. well, that's fine. But it, it, the story seems dark too. Like his kid was enslaved, made mm-hmm. him go crazy, blah, 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 blah. So if he's able to let the directors direct their darkness into it and he knows it's dark comics, then, I, I, then good. I don't have a problem. But if it's all fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, like, I'm not into that. What's your thoughts on that? I don't really have many thoughts. Like, um, I wish I was a part of the comic universe growing up, um, but I really wasn't. Like, I just didn't have that as a part of my um, upbringing. So when I watch these Marvel movies and these DC movies, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Because I don't know shit about nothing. Yeah. Um, And so I really enjoy the both of them. I, I've always thought that DC needed something different, though, in my personal opinion, because like I like DC movies, but I think the only the only DC movie that actually sticks out to me would be the Batman. The Ben Affleck joint? Was it the one where he was like in a fucking cave, like in a hole in the ground or something, and he had no, to that's, escape? No, or that's shit? Uh, that's Dark Knight. That's uh, Christian Bale. Okay, so yeah. that one. I thought that was a great movie. That's the only one that really sticks out, but all the rest of them, I feel like it needs something else for me to like actually be a fan of that universe. I love Marvel movies. Don't know what it is about it. They always, it, it seems as if it's balanced yeah. to me. Just enough drama, just, just enough, enough comedy, everything. just enough seriousness. For me to be, and, and I wouldn't let my children watch it. You'll be a more family friendly. Exactly, and I have a family, but this DC shit, like sometimes I have to sit and be like, okay, some of this shit, you know, it's a little dark, which if they're tailoring their brand to more adults or, or you know, older teens, then that's cool. But um, I'm interested to see what he can bring to it because I've always thought that if DC was a little bit more marvelly, then they would be more successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know in what aspect he's going to bring to the table. So I'm I'm all for change. Um, 
-hmm. And I'm excited to see where it goes. I have no opinion. Yeah. I have no opinion. My only pushback on this is maybe they should have reached out to Zack Snyder. I think they should have reached out to him because he was the one who did the original uh, Batman v Superman uh, and then that was mm. the whole, they released the whole Snyder Cut, that whole big thing that took two and a half years for yeah. them to finally release the real version of the movie that a lot of people enjoy a lot more with all the story fully in there compared to the theatrical mm-hmm. where it was all chopped and released because that's when they switched directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's when it became more uh, Marvel-y. Josh Heaton was the director yes. they switched to. And Josh Whedon was the Avengers guy. Yes. And it, it worked. Josh Whedon's Avengers was amazing. Yes. But Avengers isn't Justice League. Yeah. So that's where... It's not. I really wish they would have went to Zack Snyder. I think Zack Snyder could have also been a pretty good CEO of it. Yes. Because we saw the direction he was going with DC and it was following the dark comics path. It wasn't mm-hmm. all peaches and rainbow at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. They had the whole cutscene where yeah. it was the dark uh, Batman where he... Uh, when Darkseid killed Lois and Lois was pregnant with the baby. and yes. They had the whole dark side story twist to it that fits so perfectly that if they would have kept to that, I think would have been Amazing. a much better story. Mm-hmm. Three, four, you could have put, you could have stressed that out for like three, four movies. Yep. They, they could have went to the whole Injustice yep. way. Injustice. Dark Superman, these Dark Side, Batman trying to figure out how to do all this, trying to snap him back to reality. It could have went a whole hmm. and then you see way. like You see villains working with Superheroes yeah. to try and save the world, and from, that was the ending of uh, the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. The Joker, Flash, Batman—they did mess up by not letting him. You don't gotta let him direct a movie anymore. If that's how you feel, but you should have let him been um, the, the Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah, I think they dropped the ball on they that. They dropped the ball on that. I think they dropped the ball on that. So I'm nervous with this James Gunn shit. I'm not gonna lie. But what I will say is, throughout time. I still can't believe that they were able to build such successful brands off of comic books. Yeah. Like, oh, so like regardless, like when I found out that all this shit was from comics, mm-hmm. no, but look, I was like, are you fucking there, kidding me? But there's never been a comic movie that was, I mean, maybe there was a flop somewhere. There's but, a but even like back in the 90s where you had Blade, like Blade saved Marvel. Back then. You're talking that about the then. original Blade? Yeah, with Wesley Snipes. Yeah. That's their first Marvel movie. Oh, really? Took, the they, first rated R movie. T- they took that. That's book. a fucking Marvel movie? Yeah, really? they took, yeah, Marvel, yeah, Blade, Blade's coming back. You're talking about Shirley Down on the table when they, she was they born? They completely delayed it. They, they postponed it now. They halted production on the upcoming yeah. Blade movie. So the Blade, Blade, to get this, okay, so I, was, I was very young when that shit came out. Yeah. This is the one where she got bit in the fucking neck while she was pregnant. Yeah. And she died. Walker, and he's half vampire, half human. Yep, but he's he that's has, a fucking Marvel movie. He has none of their weaknesses except he needs strengths. to feed, but he has all their strengths. That is crazy, nigga. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a Marvel movie. And the, and the character that they have playing Blade—that's the—that is the fucking Marvel movie. I cannot wait. Wait, did we watch that trailer? Yeah, because uh, who they have played Marshall him, Marshall Ali, and he's a. Yeah. Remember that trailer I played you where yeah. he was like... If he had the story, he was like, are you yeah, sure? Yeah. Are you sure about that, Mr. Weasel? 
<laughs> and the fucking blade was moving and shit. Yeah, because the blade gives you fucking bloodlust. Bloodlust. And he's like, are you are you sure you want to go down this route? I got to get into comics because I don't want my son to miss out on that shit. There's so much. He doesn't give a fuck about none of that shit. I be trying to play all the cartoons and shit. He does not give a fuck. Till they figure out how to make Blade come alive. I'm so mad they stopped production on this. Yeah. That's the only well, thing I'm really well, waiting for. They're setting the 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 the, the setting the forward for him because with that new uh, oh, movie yeah. that they did on yeah. Disney Plus with the with the werewolf, werewolf by, night, by night, they put Band thing in there. The yeah. werewolves are so they're setting the the. The, the the more dark yeah. side of Marvel now yeah. with all that shit. Even all that- even the nigga in the um not to cut you off, but the eternal yeah. shit where he was about to reach the blade, he's even a superhero. I think yeah. his uh Black Knight or something. Black like that. yeah, Black Knight, like his his uh grandfather was a fucking King Arthur or some shit like that. No, his grandfather had a blood lust, so mm-hmm. he would just kill anybody, but his father curved it and his father was like a fucking superhero or whatever. So he's trying to now navigate between do I let the bloodlust control me or do I be a hero? Mm. And so even them telling that story and having it come off the Eternals, which in my mind, those two comic books don't have anything to do with each other. But they made it work. They made it work. They made it work. They make it work. The Eternals was the thing about Marvel. The fucking yeah. make it work. Yeah, the Eternals wasn't bad. It was literally to me just a a, a story needed to push everything further. Yeah, yeah it was I the middle. Like there was it was too much going on in it though. I love the Eternals. It was, it was setting so much future things in yeah, place. I think that's it wasn't even was. about them really. No, it, it was about everything else around them. Yeah, yeah. because now you can introduce. Fucking Fantastic Four yep. because the Fantastic Four deal with like Fantastic Four. I think is gonna come through, um, Kang with Ant Man. Oh yeah, because they showed the trailer for Ant Man uh, in the Quantum Medium thing. Yeah. Kang the Conqueror is in that one. Uh-huh. Uh, so I do think that because he's a, the future descendant of Richard Reed. Mm-hmm. So I do think that's the most logical way to do it to this. Maybe they don't introduce the whole Fantastic Four family. Maybe they just, just read. They'll bring in Reed and then they kind of explain everything. Like, yeah, he's my future descendant, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, he already knows everything. Yeah. Explaining it and then they get the whole Fantastic Four movie. Introduce them the later. The thing about the Fantastic Four, in my opinion, they're the greatest family. The greatest superhero team. Yeah. In Marvel. Like, better than the Avengers. I don't know if they're better than the X-Men because the X-Men are like overpowered. The X-Men, yeah. <laughs> o- <laughs> they're OP. They're OP. But when it comes down to like... Teamwork? Like, no, like like ethereal threats like from like even the yeah. Eternals and shit. More, they're more galactic threats. They're they more galactic threats. X-Men handle shit on Earth, Earth and they handle shit that can destroy the whole fucking planet. Planet. Or the whole galaxy. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four shit was that Silver Surfer? Yep. Yes. Because Reed Richard is the smartest man in the world. So even though I, he just stretches. And I think for Marvel, I think it's even good that they let Tony die. Yeah. Although he's probably going to come back as the AI with Ironheart. Because that's yeah. what it was in yeah. the fucking comics. Yeah. He's probably going to come back and just voice it. Because yeah. he was uh, in the comics. Mm-hmm. He was the he put his memory in the AI for Riri. Wow. So he's just 
So Bye. he's there. Because yeah. if even if you remember in the Spider-Man uh, movie with the glasses, Edith, what he yeah. said, even in death, I'm the hero. Yeah. That's what it stood for. Yeah. You got to pay yeah. attention to what they do. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't. Like, I feel like I should have the backstory. Because like, even, um, what was that, Superior Iron Man? Superior Iron Man. He, he was a bad guy, but the, the Tony Stark had his AI, and his AI was the one to defeat him, yep. his evil self. Yeah. So, so I definitely, he's not going to come back physically, but I do think he's just going to handle the AI work. Do y'all think he still have these comics? I can send I have, you, I have a bunch of them. Yeah, he got friends. a bunch of them. I can send you links so you can like listen to the audio, make it easier for yourself. Yeah, I need that. It's, 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 it's like, um, let's see. That's crazy. Uh, where do we go from here? Let's keep it in entertainment. Uh, Tory Lanez ordered to house arrest until the start of the Megan Thee Stallion case on November 28th. Uh, this is a result after August Alcina incident and where he allegedly beat him up in the elevator. Who beat who? Tory Lanez beat up August Alcina. <laughs> you didn't see the video of that? No, I need to see it. So, <laughs> so essentially, uh, what happened was, I'll, I'll find Why was he in the <laughs> It was like a concert, and uh, Tory Lanez was like in the hallway, August Alcina just performed, and he was trying to dap up August Alcina. And August Alcina just like ignored the nigga. And then Tory, you can literally hear Tory talking to the people like, I'm about to go get this nigga. It's, and these people was like, no, no. And then uh, August Alcina posted pictures of his ass like beat up from like his face leaking. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up for you. Uh, Tory Lanez, August. Who the fuck is August Alcina anyways these days, other than Jada's little boy toy? Well, let's see. It has to be somewhere. See, Jada Pinkett Smith's boo. But that might, might be a little too far. Let's see. Uh, Nigga, you hear about August Alcina yeah. getting beat up by Tory Lanez? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? And that's why I can't fuck with Tory Lanez because he's a crash dummy. He's a crash dummy. Alright, so here's some of the injuries. Graphic. He punched that nigga right in his face. Yeah, he beat his ass. So he didn't dab him up and he beat him up. Uh, Looks like they probably took the video down. So he posted, that's what he posted. So Tory Lanez is on house arrest because of this shit until the uh, Megan Thee Stallion case on November 28th. Uh, thoughts yeah. about that, gentlemen. I'll, I'll say this, right? To me, Tory Lane should be the biggest artist in the world. Like, there's nobody rapping like he does and singing like he does and making and having the ability to know. I don't know. It's like him and Drake. The, the, cold, Drake the, cold, right the cold beats that they choose yeah. and how they can intertwine, like, just change the song out. Like, Louis Mel, yeah. Look, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that bit. Yeah. yeah. Stand yeah. on the couch. Yeah. They're, they're, he's able to literally, he hears Change something. Yeah. He hears the beat differently than what everyone else, else does. does. And that's what Drake does as well. Maybe yes. he's the kid of the water. Maybe. Maybe. It has to be. <laughs> I think it's the cold weather, personally, Maybe because the shit just turns, like, even one song where he's like, I'm, I'm your man. She said she wants to fuck your dad. I'm your man. So what the fuck does that mean? Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and it's off like a love song that it's just like super pretty, super pretty, and then it just goes on to like some some cutthroat shit. So it's like, bro, you should literally be the biggest artist in the world, one yeah. of the biggest artists, but you fucking crash out. He won't leave the street shit. And he's not even. I don't think it's a street. I, he's not he's not even the street, street shit. shit. I think it's his ego. 
ego. It's his yeah. ego. It's yeah. his ego, yeah. and he just it wants to be outside so badly doing like dumb shit. Dumb shit, yeah. Why punch that nigga in the face? Let that nigga walk, nigga off. walk off. Let him walk off. Yeah. And he knows that nigga. That nigga August Alcides literally on the surreal life. Yeah. For VH1. Yeah. He's an actor. Nigga's done. He's he's done. His, his musically. His career is fucking not even That's why I up to Who you. the fuck is Alcina? And and to be completely honest, like for for Tory Lanez to continuously crash out like he is, I don't think that he understands like the consequences for actions. Mm-hmm. Like he feels like he's invincible. And to be honest, to be a rapper from Canada, and like I've seen his tra- trajectory ever since you introduced me to this nigga. Back in what, 2011, 2010? Whatever that Swavy mixtape was. Oh, Swavy. He was only like 16. Tory. He evolved like a motherfucker since then, but it's, it's like once you reach a certain status, you have to be hands off of everything. Like, no shooting bitches. No fighting niggas in the elevator. Like, all this shit's alleged. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he beat up August Alcina. Um, But there are certain situations that I wouldn't put myself in because I know that I'm next. And he feels like he's just invincible, and I don't think that's a good thing for him. Yeah. Especially since he keeps crashing the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, I don't think uh, you should be running around beating people where you got an OB case potentially, possibly, allegedly shooting someone. should have been in the house. house. He should Um, be in the house just making music. Yeah. And making business. Now moves. now's not the time to go ahead and jumpy people for not dapping you up. Yeah. I understand that there's there's quote unquote hood politics to that where you're supposed to dap niggas up. Especially if a nigga is reaching to kinda of dap you up and kinda of supposed to just acknowledge a nigga like acknowledge the dap. Uh but man, he just don't go around beating somebody up just for not He's a much bigger shit. star. August Alcina is only recently known for now for for the whole fucking Jada Pinkett thing. That's the only thing he's known for now. His music doesn't sell anymore. He is on fucking Surreal Life with Dennis Rodman, fucking Frankie Muniz, fucking Tamara Braxton. Like, that is his fucking people. Yeah. See this. See this. If if that. If that. Like, you can't be wasting your time on niggas like that. Yeah. But it is an ego thing because I feel like if he did shoot Megan, it was an ego thing. And if he he beat this nigga up in the elevator, it's an ego thing. If I acknowledge somebody and they wholeheartedly don't fuck with me for whatever reason that I don't know, I'm going to keep it fucking moving. Like, I've had these situations happen in my life where I speak to somebody, they they, they don't want to acknowledge me, which is fine. Like, that shouldn't be a reason for me to want to fight somebody. That's ego. And yeah, ego is a man's, it, it will kill you. I just made a TikTok about your subconscious thoughts and what the fuck plays in your brain. That's your biggest enemy. Yeah. So if he's listening to himself like, oh, I should beat this nigga up because he didn't say hello to me when I said hello back. What type of shit is that? Some childhood shit. Yeah. Nigga, yeah. You're raising kids, my nigga. It, it's so disappointing because it's literally him, Kodak. Like, these niggas should be the biggest artist and they find a way to crash out. To mess it up. Every time. It's, Every time. it's on them more than it is yeah, on anything else. else. Any external factors comes back to their to actions. Action. And we know August is a clout demon. Like, he's going to take advantage of whatever story that Yeah, that nigga was the next day was posting posing, all that posing shit. in the fucking elevator. Like, look what happened to me. Like, that's some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Knowing that that's going to get the nigga in trouble. Yeah. That's knowing that it's going to put the nigga... <laughs> but that, I'm not even like 
He should have known better. Yeah, he that's accountability. It's not on August. Man, he shouldn't even have said. And and he, and then he went on. Tory should not have done it. August should have even posted it. It is like if you're gonna press charges, press charges. Yeah. I'm not mad at August for posting it. It's just Tory should never have done it. He yeah. should have never done it. Yeah, that's yeah. where it starts. Period. And then he went on Breakfast Club and talked about. But then if you get your ass beat as a man, you don't go around posting it. That's the next step. That's a, he's clout chasing. He's clout. But that's he's the next clout step. Chaser. Guess what? Like, like you said, if you're gonna press charges, press, press fucking charges. charges. Yeah. But he's a clout chaser. Exactly. Just like how he released a song after yeah. that whole shit. The like entanglement. The entanglement song. Clown. 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 Clown shit. Like if you got some Jada pussy, just be happy, my nigga. Be day. happy. She chose you. Nigga's music career wasn't horrible. Like, you should have just kept yeah. making music. Yeah. Eventually, something will catch. These niggas. Just like he caught in the beginning. He had a Nicki verse. These niggas, I don't understand. Because even Blueface, like, Blueface is a rapper. Yeah. There is no. Let me get my charger. There is no. um. Uh, what is what's the what's the what's that shit when people do rea- oh reality TV star that's making more money than a rapper? No, there's not a chance. Except for a Kardashian, but even that, I think as a rapper, it's easier for you just to try and get hot. Yeah. Even if you can't get hot, just you doing shows. Like there's no reality star that's making more money than a rapper. Yeah. So the fact that like Blueface decided to just do reality TV doesn't make sense to me. Look. Look at um, look at uh, fucking. What's the example I want to use? Did he just release a sex tape? Yeah, and they're doing like cloudy shit like that. Yeah, like, doing shit like it's that. It's yeah. weird because, nigga, you could literally do what Lil Yachty just did and and make um, walk. Oh, what in Poland? Poland? That the song, song Poland? Yeah. yeah. It's it's not amazing, but at the same time, it's amazing. Yeah. And that shit is getting him money. Nice. Yeah. Money. And you know, Yachty's very good at what you're talking about doing. Like, yeah, he's not a he's not a fear. No, but he, he just keeps releasing. But he music. knows how to be consistent, yeah. and he knows how to keep that money rolling in. Yeah. So I don't understand why Blueface, like Blueface as a rapper, uh, he I probably won't listen to him. But it's easy, like like fucking Poland. Like it's easy just to make a song that'll catch. Might not be the biggest song in the world, might not Literally break billboards, but it's gonna get you some money coming. Bread up. rolling in. Yeah. So I don't understand why niggas is being cloudy. Because that's the thing. Because they like their, I think they're addicted to it, the attention too. Because for some reason, fame could be very addicting. Um, but I'll never do nothing that's real clout chasey. Like I'm either gonna yeah. do it or I'm not. Because I have my. Either gonna do it or you're not. Just a fact. Like, I'm not going to do something to get clout. Something's going to have to happen to me that gets me clout. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I'm not going to chase it. You can't yeah. chase it. You can't chase <gasps> it. But if it comes my way, it comes my way. Uh, Drake files a cease and desist to Izzy Drake finally. Who the Who's fuck that? is that? Fake Drake? Oh. <laughs> That's what he called himself. Izzy Drake. What's a good name? Thoughts. What's a good name? Izzy Drake. Um... I don't know why you're. Uh, I mean, why though? Because he. This is why. Yeah, because he used literally using his likeness, using using his quote unquote likeness, using his quote unquote name, uh, basically to get money. He was literally getting 
show money. He was getting. Oh, he was getting show money. Yeah, he was getting money off of using the fake Drake. But but did people know he was fake Drake or was he posing as real Drake? No, no, people knew he was fake Drake. I don't see that as a big idea. <laughs> big problem. Really? You want to yeah, let that nigga fucking live his life. It's like, and you want to crazy? I just saw this TikTok of impersonators. Like, there's a Rihanna impersonator out there. She looks just like fucking Rihanna. There's a Chris Brown impersonator out there. Like, that impersonation shit has been going on for a very long time. And as long as... I think it's a little far using his name, like, Drake in his name. Um, but unless Drake has the... Like, what is it? His shit trademark, there's no law against it. Like, here we go. This letter serves as a notice of your unauthorized use of the trademark OVL to promote your branded likeness, as well as your unauthorized fabrication of media, which is per se damaging and defam uh, defamatory to our brand. Your conducted actions are unwarranted, unwelcome, and unacceptable. In addition, this shall serve as a pre-suit letter demanding that you provide us with written assurance within seven days that you will cease and desist from making any further factual untrue statements involving OVL Sound and or Drake, and that you will no longer fabricate media that portrays the affirmation trademarks. So if he's using OVO and he's talking mm -hmm. as if he is Drake, that's something that you cannot do. Yeah. But if he's impersonating him, there's no there's no law behind that. Like no. I don't feel like that. But he's he always says like OVO thing, OVO thing. No, you can't. No, you cannot do that. That, that is yeah. unacceptable. Like I would do a cease and desist as well. And he just that had makes, a celebrity that makes fight. More sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And he, and he had like a celebrity fight like two weeks ago that he lost in. I mean, uh, posing he, as Drake. That's no, the fake Drake. That's fake Drake. But I think that's okay. Really? Being fake Drake, I think you're okay. But when you start saying my oh, tag no. and yeah. shit, no. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That's, that's Fair enough. There's, I mean, there's imposters everywhere. Like, I can hire a fucking Michael Jackson Michael imposter Jackson. At, yeah. at, my, at my next party. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I true. think it's okay. I think it's okay. But I do believe that it's OD, though. No. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, this bitch has over 500,000 followers on TikTok because she looks just like it. it, it but is she like, like her promoting cousin. herself as fake Rihanna? No, she's just singing her songs. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong. Like and, a cover. And, and, and remember, there's that fake uh, Dirt too. Yeah. Perkyo, mm -hmm. is that his name? Like, yeah. And I, I, it, it, I it, still it, think Dirk lets him live. I just still think there's something Literally. personally wrong yeah. with you where you <laughs> see yourself having to live as someone else oh. instead of being yourself. yourself. It's a personality disorder. Like anybody I, who I, pretends I, to be I feel so else, sorry for that. It's like, yeah. I don't think it's, I don't. No, you probably it's think. It's a disorder. Your life, you probably think your life is so bad that you have to pretend, that you to, have to, pretend to be someone else. We're in a club. And it didn't help them that he was getting views, likes, and attention being someone else. Yeah. So now when he goes back to being regular ass, whatever the fuck his name is. He, I mean, this is the clout. We just had a whole conversation about clout generating. What is better than pretending you're someone that actually has clout? There's that nothing actually, better than it. That actually dodges the light. Like, for real? The one thing about Drake that I respect is how he, uh, of course, his musical talent, but is uh, the way he moves. Like, you really, you, you do catch him down bad sometimes, mm -hmm. but it's always through, like, DMs or 
Yeah, it's never is. how he moves. Like, yeah. he moves really well. Very well. And I think there's something to be said about that. Like, him, Hov, like, even our generation niggas, they all move well. Fucking 50, Nas, fucking Jay. And now, let's talk about Kanye West. I'm done with this nigga. After you, after you burned the bridge after the Nas album? Yeah, that was, that was it. it. That was he, it. Was <laughs> same, he said it at the same time. He said slavery was a choice, and then he gave us some fucking crazy Nas album. And made Nas have to go fucking find Hit Boy and King's Disease it out. And, and now we're here. But at the same time, I, I just, I don't care about this guy anymore. I mean, like, he's gonna do wild shit. I just want to make fun of him from now on, and like, I'm glad Adidas raped him, took 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 the word Yeezy, like, that's what you get. Yeah. And then there's other people coming out, like, um, Abelou's, uh, I guess, right hand at LV was like, you know why you weren't at the, um, the private mm-hmm. session, like, you were never this man's friend, you, yeah. you tried to do, like, this is the guy he is. His ego is narcissistic as hell. And then when he loses it all, he always comes back crawling to the black community, no matter what the Every fuck he says. Every fucking time. Every time. Every and he knows time. that the black community will take him back. Mm-hmm. Because y'all niggas is defending him even with all this, all this crazy shit. shit. And then he walk into like... Skechers. And then they, next on the list. Without, without they a turn it down immediately. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. He didn't have a fucking invitation. <laughs> he didn't have an appointment. This nigga walked into the That shows you how desperate he is. It shows you his privilege, bro. No, but no other person... In their right mind, we'll walk into the headquarters of anything and demand, and, and demand a meeting with somebody. It. Yeah, get and the executive walks him straight the fuck back out. I have a problem with privilege, no matter where it comes. No from. matter where it comes from, yeah. He, if he was the basic rapper, if he was Pusha T, Pusha T would have never done none of this. Absolutely shit. not. It's because he's a billionaire. He sees himself as the richest black man of all time, mm-hmm. and that's what and, he said. And this makes him. Have the fucking white card that that card, yeah. That the privilege card. The yeah. privilege. When card. you come with money, you're a black man. You get a certain amount of privilege. Mm-hmm. But that privilege can be taken away from you, and he's Every learning time. that the fucking hard, hard way. way. And and I fucking love it. Anytime a nigga's privilege shit gets snatched, therefore, yeah. unless therefore. unless you curate it and you do. What's right by your moral standards and by the people that supported, supported you along you. the way? Mm-hmm. Like you'll never see Hove doing absolutely not none of this shit. No, nope. yeah. he's not. He's not saying calling. He's not wearing no white lives matter shirt. Nope. He's not never. wearing. He's not calling his white lives no. matter, matter shirt Defcon three or none yeah. of this crazy shit. Yeah. None of that shit. So it's like. Do I feel sorry for this nigga? No. No. Nope. Do I want to see his shit get took? Yep. Yes. I want to see what it looks like. Yep. I want to see a nigga like that get humbled. Yeah. And if 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 niggas judge me on that, fine. And you no, can tell I, his I think, privilege. I think we're in agreement with you on that. Yeah, you can tell his privilege because even in the TMZ interview, I keep bringing it up. He was like, yeah, of course they attacked the richest black man. You know, of course. And then he's and he literally blames God for everything. Like, he's just like, God had to do this. Like, he had to take the richest black man off of his throne. And, and so when you say privilege like that, I'm realizing he's coming from an ideology that he's, number one, protected yes. by, by the Lord. And by his money. And by his money. And those are the two things that he's going he's gonna to die on that fucking hill. He's yeah. going to die on that. And that's and now he find out 
nigga, you're not bulletproof, bro. Like, not, none of these niggas is bulletproof. The only time you're bulletproof is when you create something that can't be destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah. Like, like, uh, uh, these are bad examples, but even like academics and fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah. They created a platform. There's been a video of Joe Rogan saying the N-word a hundred fucking times. And he's still And there. he's still the number one fucking podcast. He apologized and the world moved on. Because yeah. you can't cancel him. He created his own shit. But mm. Kanye wants to make partnerships. With these other companies. With these other companies. That shit can be taken, bro. Yeah. And that's what you're learning. Like, don't have to we've work seen with you. we've seen academics scream on fucking on on fucking uh the shade room. I'm the prize! <laughs> <laughs> like a little hope, like 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 a little hope, like I'm the prize. <laughs> but this nigga is still the number one streamer, still the number one blogger in hip hop, and one of the hip biggest hip hop um, podcasts in the world. And he's one, fucking connected. I don't know how one, he gets his information. Once you once you create a platform that doesn't rely on anything else. You're, you're untouchable. You're, you're good. Mm. Yes. But until you have that, bro, you can't be out here thinking you're and that way try to tell this nigga. Create it yourself. Do it all yourself. Do it yourself. Because then you'll be untouchable. Then you'll be untouchable. No one can take that shit from you. But I'm enjoying it being taken from him because he talks fucking Reckless. You put on hey. Twitter. I hope they take off his shit. <laughs> yeah, I hope Adidas would get take it, take it. Well, they, I hope they, they rob this nigga blind. They, they technically did. Rob this nigga to fuck blind because yeah. he he just thinks he's untouchable. The way he's talking to other rappers too is fucking crazy. Yeah, and now he's no he longer thinks he's above them. Anything. He thinks he's above them. The uh, way he talked about Big Sean too. Oh, that was greasy. When well, Big Sean was like, when he, when he did the Nori shit, yeah. and it was getting like, that shit was funny. One and of the worst like, deals I ever made. And then he was like, no, that shit's not funny. Because when I go home, niggas is looking to, at me like, why is this nigga, why are you letting this nigga talk, talk to, to me? Talk to like you that? crazy like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, nigga, you're going to have to face all that. And this is what karma is. I, I don't believe in karma. I'm about to say, I, hold up. I don't believe in karma. But, but if you, you do did, believe in consequences for action. But I do believe in consequences for action. Yes. Butterfly effect. Yes. And I believe if you cut enough hands, then you're going to have to, eventually you're going to bleed. Yeah. Somebody's going to make you bleed, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, Elon Musk officially buys Twitter. He gives his reason why. He fires the four top executives, including the CEO. Yeah. Uh, he reinstates Kanye West and Donald Trump. And the company is officially private and will be delisted he, from the stock market on November 8th. I don't think he reinstated them yet. I think he created a board he to go over board, the decision yeah. of whether or not he would reinstate well, them. This just yeah. says he... That Kanye was reinstated before the deal. Kanye probably, but I know damn well Donald Trump. Yeah, I think he said he's creating a board with different viewpoints Mm -hmm. on a political spectrum. Yes, and then they're gonna decide Mm -hmm. who gets reinstated. Not even that. I think they said they're gonna give their um, thoughts Mm -hmm. on about uh, content, um, what content can't be on there, and what content shouldn't be on there, and. They'll take it from there. But Elon Musk is a free speech. He believes, like, like even... I can't say this. Um, I'm not going to say it. Um, but he does believe that 
freedom of speech creates a healthy dialogue for us humans to be able to discern what's right from wrong. So I do believe that he thinks that everybody should have a platform to speak. He said, there is currently a great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left yes. wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide in our society. Mm. In, the in the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes as they believe that it is what brings in the money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. Uh, that is why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I didn't do it to make more money. I did it to try to help humanity who are, whom I love. And I do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our best efforts, is a very real possibility. Hmm. Thoughts? Um, the biggest fear I have is that Twitter is a powerful is a powerful platform. It is. Like it's it's literally the one platform where every um, journalist is on mm -hmm. to kind of increase their uh, output to the world. Yeah. Um, and 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 to the old Twitter's um, credit, they kind of shut down disinformation disinformation and um, lies. Which is important. So, I'm thinking with him opening it up and trying to have the other side, it's just going to be lies and more disinformation versus people trying to combat that. Mm. So, so you think they're taking a step backwards? With it's it's, it's going to be a step backwards in, in, in the instance that this shit Social media is too big right now. It's too big to fail. Like, there was this movie where it was about Wall Street, uh, Too Big to Fail. Mm -hmm. Twitter is, the, the, well, no, social media is the new thing that's too big to fail. Like, you can say some, tweet something out and it goes to the whole world. Mm -hmm. And the things that's going on with disinformation, without voting, about voting bills and 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 somebody got robbed the last election and all of this disinformation if you let the other side be able to just tweet freely without fact checking that's kind of scary and it's now, now, now we're back to square one yeah it's it's actually all sides it's not it, i don't care who the fuck side it is like I definitely think that if you're going to maintain a platform that big, you're going to have to hire fact checkers to make sure that the shit that's being spread is real. And if you're spreading disinformation, you should be suspended or something, some type of consequence should happen. Because if not, this shit's gonna fall on fucking Elon Musk's head. And in my opinion, he's doing way too good, you know, as a businessman, as somebody who's literally forward thinking, like I really respect Elon Musk. Except for what he did with that Dogecoin shit. I will never forget him for that fucking shit. But Dogecoin is rallying right now um, because of the merger. I mean, because of him taking over Twitter. Because they're saying that they might incorporate Dogecoin into Twitter somehow, whatever the case may be. But, you know, he has to be very careful of who he gives a platform to because now it's on his fucking head. Because we already got rid of, you know, the ideology of Donald Trump and everything that he was spreading, the misinformation. And he created the narrative of fake news, but he was the king of fake news. Yeah. Um, and so if he reinstates somebody like Donald Trump, 
he's giving the people a platform to reconvene, even though they have Parlor, which Kanye West just bought. Yep. Um, but they, he's giving them a bigger platform to spread misinformation, which led to the January 6th attack that has that had the country in shambles last year. So, you know, he can do what he want to do as his company, just like we've always said. If you, if you own the company, you have the right to run it however you want to run it. But he has to also be willing to suffer the consequences of his actions. So, you know, if Donald Trump comes back, Donald Trump comes back. Um, but whatever happens is going to be a consequence of Elon Musk and his team. I'll say this. Um, my biggest thing is just disinformation. Like, you can't allow people to just... We have a whole bunch of, like, voting laws because people believe that there was um, people cheated on the last election. Mm -hmm. A lot of unnecessary laws, and now people are literally going to jail because of warrants and people saying that, yeah, you did some shit that was legal, like, way before... January 2020 or whenever the election was November 2020 mm-hmm. so yeah so I I don't know if if I'm with that because I don't know I, don't I just need him to fix the damn box if <laughs> just fix the box Elon and I'll be happy you know a lot of people have said since he's taken over like I follow a lot of people and they're like I'm starting to notice that my followers my engagement and all my shit is going up Ever since Elon Musk took over, I don't know if that's. Uh, that might be, be a coincidence. I think coincidence. The last like ten people that follow me has been bots, bots, bots. Only fan bot. Only fan bot. Only fan bot. Only fan bot. The last like ten people. Instagram only fan has bot. that shit heavy too. Like I'll post some shit on Instagram and some like porn star bitches will watch my yeah. story and I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no fucking way y'all hoes watching me. Yeah. I'm not that interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but we'll see what happens with Twitter. It's no longer going to be a publicly traded company, so that means there's no one he has to worry about as far as shares. Mm-hmm. So that means he could do more things and have more control. He is the CEO since he fired the CEO, the CFO. Uh, he fired the top four people, so he set the trend. He brought the sink in to basically tell everybody to let that shit sink in. Uh, so we'll see what that happens. That's so crazy. Like he's, he's <laughs> such a fucking. He's a troll. Troll. He's a rich ass troll. That's what Elon is. He's a billionaire troll. That right has spaceships. They're all the same. Billionaire ass troll. Him and Kanye. Yeah. Him I and said Kanye. he's not. I was about to say he's not. He's not, not saying no uh, anti-Semitic. Yeah. I do believe that or he's racist, a humanitarian. Yeah. Like he believes in humans and their trajectory. Yeah, I don't I do have a problem. I don't have a problem with uh, Elon. I don't got a problem with him. No. Except um, for this. Twitter shit. Like, I, need I to mean, shit. I, I agree that you should give the right, you know what I'm saying, their platform. Their platform. You can't just kick niggas off. But it, the scary shit is that side is just. It's so reckless, bro. It's saying, like, disinformation shit. Like, that's the problem I have. Like, if you're going to get on that platform and talk about um, why your party is the best party, fine. Cool. Or why you don't agree with the other side spending the amount they are spending? Fine. Or are you trying to be like, yeah, this side is not, doesn't have our best interests as a country? 
Cool. Don't try to when you're saying lies and then spreading conspiracy theories, that's where you gotta draw the line. That it's a hard line. Hard line. We'll see what happens with Twitter in the next couple of weeks, months, years. As long as the porn stays. Oh, that's gonna stay. That's gonna. Oh, we'll see. I'm fine. It can't take uh, that off, especially if he wants to make it Twitter porn the, the wild, best wild, wild west. It, it will have to be. I think because we already talked about that, where they're trying to figure out a way because of the porn stars are getting paid for those. They are. They're not because oh, they're not yeah. the ones posting the stuff. So we, so we already talked about that where they're trying to have something pass through Twitter. But we'll see what happens now that it's under Elon, if that means anything or if it just stays the same. It stays the same. I hope it stays the same. Uh, from one social media platform to another, Mark Zuckerberg's net worth drops by $100 billion uh, due to Meta's losses uh, and the amount of money they are dumping into the Metaverse. Reports saying that he spent as close to $36 billion so far on the Metaverse. Yeah. Uh, have you, you guys haven't even experienced like the Metaverse shit yet, right? The Oculus and shit? I haven't experienced it, though. Yeah. It, I just know about it. I got the system. I used it for like a weekend. It's been sitting in the same spot ever since. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't really get the shit either. Uh, the Xbox had a what's his name, Phil Spencer. The Xbox. Uh, oh yeah. The Xbox. He was like yeah. the metaverse looks like a poorly built game. It is. Uh, he was like so like they're catching a lot of heat this week. Uh, but he went from like the number three third richest person in the world to like twenty fourth as he lost like eighteen billion dollars in one day alone. Oh. <laughs> But as you see, Facebook stock is down like 80% yeah. since the top of the year. Mm. Uh, so what are you guys' thoughts on that? Meta, Facebook, it's all the same. What do you think about that? Any um, thoughts on that? Damn. I don't... Mm. The metaverse, it was never like a catch for me. Like, I live in the real world, sir. And when I want to escape it, I just turn on Netflix or go to the movies. Like... I'm not about to buy a $200 Oculus and then have uh, some nigga that's, it has a monkey, has a monkey uh, avatar calling me the N-word for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not doing that. So, (laughs) um, the metaphors was dead on me. Maybe it's like a a younger person thing. I can man, no, I can't see. I think it's too early for it. I don't think we're ready we're, for that. We're not ready for that. The world isn't ready to just ditch reality and just make a new one in this computer. And it's gonna be a bunch of weird people on there. I'm not gonna lie, because the only people that really want to escape reality are fucking people that reality is fucking rough on. Africa. <laughs> yeah. That's and fair I, enough. And, and those are not the kind of people I want to be like, hey! Except for, for GTA roleplay. I'm dying to there, do that. There are a couple of, there's a couple <laughs> of things that I will use the Oculus for. Uh, the workout games are pretty good. Because uh, you actually, there's like workout things you could do. Uh, go to the gym for that. Yeah, I mean, but if you don't go to the, if you don't go to the gym as often, there's a good workout. Way of workout, yeah. yeah. Um, and also they have, they're working on things. I don't know if they kind of haven't picked it up in a while. Uh, they were working on something to do with like the NBA games, where you can actually be like courtside on the games oh, with the Oculus, where like you're, you're here but you're fucking on the court and you're watching the game. I gotta pay for that too, live, which I'm pretty sure you have to pay oh. for. Uh, but that'd be pretty worth it in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think we're not there yet. I think there may, might be about five to ten years ahead of the game. Early. 
Well, that's good though. It is. They can work they, out their case yes, and shit. And but, make it better. But as far as them making money off of it, I don't think the world is ready to and I'll commit say this, to that. And America talked to this even better because people were te- they were connecting themselves to crypto. Because you remember they were like buy the property. Land things, yeah. <laughs> get, yeah. A house, get a land next to Snoop Dogg. Dog in yeah. the fucking metaverse. And then this year crypto has been plummeting. Plummeting. Like we even see cryptocurrency companies like uh what's the shit that Nas bought? Um into Coinbase. Mm-hmm. We've seen them slash half their staff. Yep. Because it's not popping like that. Yep. So it makes sense why they're kind of plummeting because mm-hmm. crypto isn't what a crypto it's, winter. It's a crypto winter, and it's been a long winter. And it has guys. not. It has not. It feels long because I feel like we've been saying crypto winter for like the past three ten, months. Twenty twenty podcasts. Nigga, no. It's, it's been like, <laughs> like the top of the year. Yeah, it's been near the top so of the this year. Is the, it's this is the it's a long thing. time. This is the thing about this is the thing about the whole meta whatever the fuck right. So, I'm glad you brought it up, Jamal. Um, crypto has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that they're investing in the right era. I do believe that a virtual reality is something that we all want to experience, et cetera, et cetera. But every startup, everything that's innovative, new, is going to have its ups and downs. And just like you said, they're attaching themselves heavy to the crypto world. And as we all know, there's bear markets and there's bull markets, especially for the crypto world. And we all saw Bitcoin go to an all-time high. And we've been having this conversation um, ever since 2011 when Bitcoin was a dollar. And now it's at like $20,000 is staying around there. I'm projecting Bitcoin to go down to about $10,000. And that's when I'm going to start reinvesting because I was a FOMOR. I had a fear of missing out. I was buying Meta. I was buying all this different type of stuff. But at the end of the day, we have to realize that this is all new. So just like you said, I think they're ahead of the game. And I think it's too early. And I believe that the reason why they're seeing these losses is because they're put their eggs inside of a basket mm-hmm. that hasn't yet bore fruit. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that crypto's not going nowhere, meta's not going nowhere, and it's something to still invest in. So I get it. You yeah. know, it's just business at the end of the day. Everything I- that you invest in doesn't bear fruit immediately. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like me and you had a conversation a very long time ago when Facebook became meta. And you know you believed heavily in that in that ideology that people are going to want to be in the metaverse, and that's when people were buying the hotels, mm-hmm. the horses, the animals, and shit like the avatars and stuff like that. Um, but you can't stop economics. You see what I'm saying? Like ever since cryptocurrency became a thing, there has always been a bear market and there has always been a bull market, and that goes for the stock companies. Too. Yeah. It's everything. So at this point. This is how I feel about it. I'm going to continue investing, um, but I think there's a time and place for everything. So everybody who knows about crypto and who knows about the metaverse and everything like that, um, they've been doing this shit for way longer than I have, and they understand the dynamics behind it. So when I found out about crypto, I was putting my money into a whole bunch of shit that was already at their all-time high. Unbeknownst to me, it was going to fail anyways. So I was investing at the wrong time and everybody, all these influencers and shit, they understand the ideology of FOMO. So they're like, oh, Bitcoin's at an all time. Oh, look at Bitcoin. They had a, you know, 9% increase in the past 24 hours and everybody just, you know, they put their money in not understanding the game. And right now you're supposed to be sitting on your hands waiting for everything to drop. 
and then you're supposed to invest and then in two years it's going to rise back up in my opinion based upon my research so thoughts back to meta back to meta <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to meta. I don't give a fuck. He's still rich. <laughs> to be completely honest, but I, but the reason why I got so heavy into crypto is because I believe the reason why he's losing so much money is because the crypto world, like you said, is in a crypto winner. So that's the only reason why I mentioned crypto is because I feel like they're hand in hand. Because a lot of the a lot of the things that you can do in the metaverse are blockchain based. Yeah. I think what what they messed up as, I think they maybe shouldn't have connected it to Facebook. They should have did it as like a spin-off company, kind of like how like uh, some of these other companies will spin off, like VMware, the huge like technological company, they spun off like Oracle, and now Oracle has own uh, product on the market. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Facebook could have stayed Facebook and that could have been their money maker. Mm-hmm. And then they used that and spin off to make uh, uh, metaverse. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't impact the main source of income. Spin that shit off. But I don't own a business. I'm not a multi-billionaire. I think, I think what they're thinking is eventually everybody is going to want to use the metaverse and they're going to use their Facebook account in order to access the metaverse. Now, I'll be honest. I've seen some shit with the metaverse that looks freaking incredible. Like, yeah. uh, you go like the new one because they just updated a new one. You go like uh, have real life Zoom meetings in the shit where you can like literally uh, you can scan your shit like this. Mm-hmm. And it will make uh, a 3D animated picture of you accurate to exactly how you are and put you in the room for a Zoom call. You could literally, it's so it's like, it got better, but I don't think. I went to yet. the Cardano Summit. Um, for those of you who know about crypto, I went to the Cardano Summit. Um, and me and my mother, as avatars, were walking the fuck around a land. And there were different things that you could do. Like you can go to a presentation over here or you can go to a meet and greet over mm-hmm. here. It was fucking crazy. So like I said, I definitely think that there's a time and place for the metaverse. And it's just like any investment. You invest and you get your profits and shit later. So I think they know what they're doing. Um, but this is just a sign of the times, man. Of course they lost the money. It's not It's not where it's at right now. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that it was a, a good investment. And I don't, I don't think that... Um, it's gonna hurt them in the long run. They'll recoup all their losses, in my opinion. You think so? I do. Huh. In the metaverse, and I don't. I didn't believe in the metaverse. Remember when me and you were talking? I was like, Nah, I think that's just stupid. Blah blah blah. But as I did more research and I actually went to the summit and stuff, especially with the pandemic and everybody having to start working from home, we're already living in virtual reality. Right. But now everyone is back to the office now. For most companies, are trying to get people back to the office, so. It's kind of like it was here, the timing for it was here, then uh, corporate America and the stock market and the government was like, we need these niggas to get back to work. We need these people to get back in the office because that's gas money. That's this. That's food. So it's like, I've been back on the road, back in the office. That's more money spent on lunch every day at different establishments. Mm-hmm. That's gas money. That's so much stuff that goes back into the economy that they needed us to go back to the office. Really. It's those restaurants right beside their job that you'll go down the street yep. to eat yep. every day. Like, so it was a big economical factor. They were suffering the most. Yeah. Like the, no one's in the office? Oh, they're going to shut down in a couple of months because no one's giving them business every day. And even, even like flights, people that do business trips 
they weren't getting on planes. Yep. Um, niggas weren't staying at hotels. Yeah. That whole sector. So they needed suffering. people to get back in the office. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a trickle down effect. Everything connects to everything. Yeah, it is. That's how your economy works. Um, let's see. Russian judge upholds the charges <laughs> against Brittany Griner uh, from uh, the Kamiki City Court, which means that Griner's conviction for smuggling drugs into the country will stand. Uh, Griner's sentence of nine years in prison will be slightly decreased as the judge ruled to count the time spent in custody since February 17th. Each day Griner spent in pre-trial detention will count as 1.5 days towards her prison sentence. Uh, she will now be moved to what's called a Russian penal, where it's like the working, where they work you as like uh, indigenous servant. Yeah, so you're like working outside and shit. So oh, that's shit. where they're moving her now. Oh Thoughts. shit! Damn. You know something? I saw something funny on TikTok. There's this trend going on where it was like, in, in, hey, I'm gonna say it anyways. There's this, it was, it was so funny because they was like, is America the only place that has studs? And then it's like a, it's like a stitch. And they was like, well, I know Russia has at least one. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I thought that shit was so fucking funny. And the only reason why I said it is because a bunch of studs are doing the trend. So I was just like, this shit's fucking funny. A but, good um, joke is a good joke. It was a good joke. It was. I just wanted to share it with the people. But yeah, um, I would never go to Russia. So I can't even. I don't, away? I don't have. <laughs> I don't have any sympathy for her because it's like not only were you in Russia, but you was in Russia in doing illegal shit. So it's like I. I'm not surprised. We're in the middle of war with Russia, not physically, but proxy war. You know, proxy. it's a proxy war. So for them to actually sentence you is not something that I didn't think was going to happen. And then they was trying to train war criminals and all types of shit for her. And I'm like, bro, it's not even that worth it. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have been in Russia in the first place. You're a black American. You shouldn't have been smoking she weed was in Russia for sure. over there. I do. I, don't give I a think. Fuck. I think though, now that she's actually sentenced and charged, and the sentence has already started. I think uh, now they're the prisoner exchange talks. Can't take effect. Up. Yeah, because that's what they were saying. He said that uh, Russia said that they weren't gonna talk if the charges weren't there yet. So, so in the so middle of a of a war, she messed up for sure. But it's not the first time she went to Russia, so I understand. Yeah. But she went there with weed. Yes, sir. Whatever, it was still illegal. What was it? Cartridges. Cartridges. So, so the shit, the vape pens. Yes. yes. But it was still illegal, and in a, in a time of war, in a time where they told America's, Americans to get out, she, she flew in. She should have did what the nigga from Dipset did, Joel Santana, when he figured out he had a gun and fucking... Run? Run. What? Run the fuck out there, boy, and don't stop. Just keep going. Get in a fucking Russian taxi and... and Fucking go to Ukraine, like go to a border or something. That's what that shit is been. fucking crazy. And and, and my and like my whole thing about it is right. Like I've never had the the want to go to Russia, right? And especially when they're at war, like it just none of us make Russians are leaving but, Russia. But but uh, to be fair, the war hadn't started yet. It was damn near, like it was right there. It was there, but it wasn't there yet. Yeah, because. I think she got caught up. This war started what March, 
But at the same time, if my season's not done and I've been here a bunch of times, like I'm not even thinking about that. Like I think what she was really baking on is that she would have the baking uh the backing of the Oladark that she was playing for. Mm-mm. But the Oladark was like, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't go against Putin. Exactly. Yeah. Putin said we're gonna use this this lady as a political tool. Sorry, my guy, you're not winning a chip this NBA this Russian season. So it's hard. It's it so it, hard it sucks. I bad. feel for her. I mean, I feel bad for her, but I do believe that on her part, she made very bad decisions. Yes, like, it's okay to go like to Russia, but I'm not gonna go. I'm I'm not gonna go to any foreign country in the middle of a war, democratic or not. I'm not going no, I'm anywhere not going in the middle anywhere of a war and breaking their fucking rules. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not getting on a plane with illegal substances. No. 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 I've seen some people get lucky, but I'm like, you're brave. Why would you do that? I know niggas that do that all the time. Yeah. Me too, but I'm not doing that. I will not do that. I'll find I'm gonna get caught. I'll find weeds when I land. I'll I'll find it. You should be okay if you go to a state where it's legal. Yeah. But you still it's crossing state lines. Like I'll go to Europe. But they don't put you through security while you land. So maybe you're okay. Nah, as long on. as you pass. You gotta get through those. As long as you're, okay, for example, as long as you're in Vegas and you're leaving Vegas and you go through security in Vegas and you're coming to Atlanta. You're you're fine. You're fine. You can bring like a zip with you. Yeah, you should be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But don't, this is not. This thing that should. Yeah. Should. That means you're not guaranteed. But I'm not, I wouldn't do something I like wouldn't that. Do it. do it at your own fucking risk. No. Personally, I don't do the devil's like, tricks anyway. In the do the devil's trick. I hate that you. He does the devil's trick instead. He's the devil's the devil's piss. That doesn't count. <laughs> you can't just make up the words. <laughs> the devil's piss. That's so right horrible. <laughs> no, I will. Do, I will do whatever the locals are doing in that state. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you're a local and you're cool, that's fine. But I'm not taking that shit back to America. That's like me going to Europe and bringing Molly back on a plane. Yeah. Because niggas know. in Europe do Molly. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland and the Justice Department has charged 13 people who tried to unlawfully, unlawfully exert influence in the United States for the People's Republic of China. I don't get it. <laughs> Basically, these 13 people from China are trying to push things for Chinese. Yeah, violence. they're fucking secret agents. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, Attorney General Garlic Mar- uh, Merrick Garland rolled out three different cases alleging separate schemes as a new conference on Monday. One case charges seven Chinese nationals were trying to forcibly uh, repatriate a national, a Chinese national. What? Uh, four others were charged with targeting people in the U.S. to act on China's behalf. And what? two other men were charged with interfering in a U.S. criminal prosecution sanctions. of a global telecommunications mm-hmm. company. You got you to gotta slap The sanctions. Justice Department did not name the company involved in a third case. TikTok. Uh, possibly. Uh, the details of the complaint, of the c- complaint against the defendants... Gu Chan He and Zhang Wang match up with the persecution in eastern China of New York. It was, it was okay. Uh, 
they're basically charged, previously charged with stealing trade secret intellectual property information. Mm. Uh, the complaint accused the pair of trying to recruit an unnamed informant who they paid $61,000 in Bitcoin in exchange Jeez. for what they believe was confidential information about the Justice Department's investigation and prosecution of the company. This definitely probably sounds like TikTok. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they declined to confirm the identity. Yeah, they won't say the company. Uh, yeah, but what do you guys have to say about that? 13 people. Um, uh, basically, they're calling them Chinese spies. I working think that for if China's the Chinese benefit. government is sending spies to America, we need to do something about that shit. That doesn't make any logical sense because I felt like I mean, I know we're not really cool, cool with China, but we do a lot of business together. The next so. topic will kind of be like, what the fuck is happening? I got another follow-up topic. Okay, good, because I'm not understanding here. Because in my opinion, it's just like, we know how China gets down. Mm-hmm. Not only, I'm not even going to go into it because I, I, I'm, I'm just so scared of cancel culture, but we know how China gets down. So at the end of the day, like, I feel like if you find Chinese spies here in America... Somebody from China sent them niggas over here inside of some type of government body or whatever the case may be. They're not just solo coming over here. And if we find any type of foreign national from a different country spying on Americans or trying to do anything, I feel like there should be some sanctions imposed on the company. I mean, on the country. And that's my personal opinion. Like, don't send nobody over here to do no type of shit to us. And the business shouldn't have anything to do with it. So, I don't know much about the situation, but that's what I would do if I was president of the United States. There's no way that you're going to send niggas oh, over shit. here. So, uh, before Jamal uh, gets his uh, two cents two sets on that, I want to give you some more information. China, actually, recently, the last couple of months, has been uh, basically called out in different countries for basically operating illegal police stations. <laughs> <laughs> where they have Chinese policemen operating illegally in other countries looking after like Chinese people to make sure they're living up to Chinese expectations. For example, here's one right here. Uh, the Chinese government has been accused of establishing at least two undeclared police stations in the Netherlands. Uh, Dutch media found evidence that the overseas service stations which promise to provide diplomatic services are being used to silence Chinese descendants in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? You want to add on that now that you hear that? Queen's Times. Thoughts? Um, I, I think this is just something that happens between China and America. Like, they're going to try and destabilize each other's thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even under the Trump administration, like, there was people working on literal, um, for, for universities. Because yeah. that's how you get, really, a visa. Um, they hire a lot of people to fill in um, a higher class jobs that mm-hmm. Americans don't really want to do. Because these things have, like... Basically, um, pharmaceuticals are big with them, tech. Um, But uh, during the Trump administration, they weren't really allowing a lot of Chinese nationals to come into the country and work for the universities. Okay. Um, And then there's even this one case last um, during his administration, I mean, during the last administration, where they 
took him as a spy, a, a Chinese spy, but he really didn't do anything, and he's been fighting it ever since then. So, um, that had to come from somewhere. So, they know, like, there's people that are immigrating here, trying to be a better life, because we, us in China, we have to deal with each other. We are competitive with each other, but we're their number one trading partner, and they're our number one. That's where we get all our goods from. Yeah. Um, that's so you don't really see nothing towards these people <laughs> trying to. I, I think you have to monitor them, and I think the Justice Department is doing the right thing. But at the same time, you can't close it off to all Chinese business because that's what that's what the problem is with inflation right now. China has that um, not, um, that quarantine policy. Um, I forgot what they call it. Absolute zero COVID. So once they get one person with COVID, shut down that whole city. Yeah. And that's what's flaming inflation because niggas aren't working. Niggas aren't sending out products throughout the world. And it's fucking up the supply chain. It's making shit that we buy more expensive. And that's a problem as well. On top of a whole bunch of other problems. So we're so connected with China, but there are main competition at the same time. So, it, and our governments are trying to find out what they're doing. Their government's trying to find out what we're doing. So this story doesn't surprise me. Um, it's just interesting that the Justice Department is like- Actually saying this Letting us know like, the, these guys are they're trying us trying to subvert American whatever they're trying to do yeah um, and it's so crazy because it's been happening for a while because even like I believe I saw some shit on Netflix about Russia doing the same shit like sending people into America or America going to like Russia and then like infiltrating their shit so it's been happening for a very long time but I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck is the point like why? Why is it? Why? Why are we doing this still? Like we're we're oh, so far. We gotta get in, information about what though. Spies are gonna spy anything. Yeah. What's the next shit we working on? My chest dry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's just go into the next topic. Uh, this kind of stays with China. President Xi says they're willing to work with the United States for mutual benefits. Uh, we kind of piggyback off that oh, just yeah. a while ago. Yeah. Uh, China and the United States uh, uh, should strengthen communication and cooperation to help provide stability to the world, uh, Xi said in a message to an event of the National Committee on the U.S.-China Relations on Wednesday. Uh, this is ahead of a possible meeting with uh, Biden in Indonesia. Uh, they said that the United States and China will find ways to get along as long as it benefits both of them. They, they have no choice. They are the biggest two world economies. Yeah. There's not a choice. You have to deal with each other. As, as, as much as one is de democratic and the other is communist mm -hmm. and the other is um, voting basis where the other one is written into their constitution as the grandmaster or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's not the word, but in my mind, that makes more sense. That works. Yeah. So, um, you have to deal with, you have to, if you guys really want this world to exist, then you're going to have to 
figure it out. Figure it out. You gotta have to piece it up. Okay. Or at least, or at least have the um, conversation. We're gonna compete with you on this, 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 and that. But there are things that we can work together. If we work together, we can literally change the shit. Yeah. Like, um, do you think this changes anything with Taiwan? No, I think Taiwan is a dead, is a dead conversation. I think um, China's gonna use the fact that yeah, we can work on some shit, but if you touch Taiwan, it's, it's on site. It's 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 all chips off the table. Like we can't work together on that. Gotcha. And I feel like the whole Nancy Pelosi. I was just thinking about this shit the other day. The whole Nancy Pelosi going going there going there was a big deal because it's like you're legitimizing Taiwan as its own country. Yeah. And you know, eventually we're gonna want that shit back. It might not be under your administration. Might not be under the next. But as soon as we feel like America is susceptible. We are going to try these things. That's the same shit with Russia. Russia tried it because they thought Ukraine was susceptible. And they did not work out for them. Wrong. Wrong. So, like, eventually that shit's going to come. But I like how China and fucking America kind of deal with each other. Like, we're not friends. But we'll work together. But we're the most powerful. Our economies are tied into each other because we have the most... Um, buying power, I guess, as a country. And they have you the most, produce the most yeah, shit. Most manufacturing. Yeah, you have the most manufacturing. So we need each other. But also a lot of that shit, from, from what I understand, we have a huge problem on not getting quality products from China. So it's like, I think it was like, what was it that was bad? Was it honey? Like, it was like 80% of the honey coming from China was fake or some crazy shit like that. And we just now found out about it. So it's like they're producing shit for us, but I definitely think that there should be like regulations. You can't um, regulate another country. You can't regulate another country, but you can dictate what you buy. Like you have to make you sure that shit what is you buy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is China, honey. Honey, bro. Like that shit was fucking fake. Yeah. And then I'd be seeing shit online that like it's so crazy because I feel like the Chinese people are also trying to expose China mm-hmm. because you'll see like different videos on social media of them like <clears throat> making shit for America and it's yeah. just like not quality shit and it's just shit that's we shouldn't be consuming or using as products mm-hmm. but we do it anyways because it's so cheap coming from them. Yeah. I mean we have that relationship so I definitely think that there has to be something like done like i think that we do need each other like we are the two world superpowers um but we have to regulate what we're buying from them like we can't be buying shit and we have to hold them to a standard like we understand that you can produce it but whatever you're producing it has to be good okay. and if not make the infrastructure for america to produce its own shit because we can we just but, don't i mean that is what the administration is doing now. That's why you see Chips Act. That's why you see the uh, infrastructure bill. Make it in house. That's why you see um, stop outsourcing. Stop outsourcing. Bring it in house. They're trying to bring it in. But and Donald this, Trump actually started that shit. To be completely honest, yeah. I'm not going to lie. He did push America he first. America first. He did push America bring first. Bring the companies back to America. But but the thing about him, he talked it. He, he didn't do it. He, he, he didn't did walk it. the talk. He did. He did it. He didn't um, legislate it. He didn't. But I he, don't know why. Because 
everybody in Congress should be on that. So he should have been able to get a bill that would do that. Mm-hmm. But even like even the little companies that he was he was promoting here, they eventually moved back to Mexico. Back yeah. to Mexico. Like I forgot what company he he literally was on the stage. Like none of your jobs are leaving. And they a all left in. anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're in. They, they all left. left anyway. The big, biggest thing he tried to do was make uh, make countries uh, pay for what he felt they owed. So if we had like a military base in Germany, he felt like Germany should pay us for having a military base there. That's not how this shit works. <laughs> that, it's all I about mean, logistics and getting around the world. Oh my god, it was so crazy. But um, yeah. Okay. Good, good, good fucking tagline though, America First. I mean, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And his fan base loved it. Well, yeah. You know how his fa- fan base His fan base don't read shit books. Man, or read legislature. Uh, UK's next prime minister, Minister uh, Sunak. Rish, well, oh wait, uh, Rishi Sunak. Sunak. The former chancellor of Exchange Report? What the fuck does that mean? Exchange. That's his position. Yeah, he's the chancellor. He was like over the money. Oh, yes. Plain and simple. The Times of London uh, estimated this year that uh, Mr. Sunak and his wife were worth more than $800 million, Mm -hmm. placing them among the 250 wealthiest British people or families. He has more money than fucking the King King Charles right now. Mm -hmm. He's richer than King Charles. Okay. Thoughts. And that is what took his appeal away. So, like, he is the first person of color. Yeah. Indian uh, descent. Indian descent. Um, and if you know anything about British rule, you know that. So, that means a lot because when the way the Indians rule, I mean, the way the British ruled India, it created a whole thing when they left. It created a. What's that shit? It basically created Pakistan. All the Muslims, yeah. Muslims had to get out of India. They had a war. The Muslims and the Hindus. And that shit's still going on. Yeah, and they had to move to Pakistan. They basically, it basically destabilized their whole country because of Indian rule. So for an Indian to be the prime minister of London after that should be a big deal. But they it, don't like it. It, it kind of takes it away because. He's, He's one rich. of the richest niggas in the world at a time where England is Struggling. feeling Yeah, they're feeling it out there. Uh, housing, like, same shit here, but it's like 10 times worse. Because at least America is backed by the, by interest rates. And even though everything is expensive, um, people are putting their money yeah, in America buying. because yeah. they're still investing. Yeah, they're investing in America because the interest rates are low, high, high, they're yeah. high. They're hiring up, so they have great investment with putting their money in American banks than any other else economy. So that that tanked British economy made the dollar way stronger than the fucking uh, For like pound. the first time in years. years. So, and the thing that's killing his um, appeal, a dramatic appeal, I mean, he should have it because he's the first person of color. It should be like historic. It should almost be like the Barack shit. Yeah. You remember when Barack yeah. came? 
It was nothing bigger. That it shit was, was like, crazy. do you know oh. what? Do you know what change stand for? Uh-huh. Come help a nigga get elected. Boom. <laughs> Y'all are fucking. This, this is God. We need to cut. Yo, sometimes we can we can we edit this? Or we no, just me and Sean has been on it with the jokes today, yo. <laughs> this whole. <laughs> It worked. How dare this guy? It fucking worked. How dare this guy? It worked. But anyway, the fact, the, the point I'm trying to make is this nigga's too rich, and everybody is rich. They don't like that. Get the fuck. They off. don't like that. Yeah. They're struggling, and you eating. Yeah, you're eating, and you're eating more than the king of London. That's not his fucking fault, though. It's not. He's fucking rich. He's that doesn't rich. mean he's not qualified for the job. It doesn't mean that, but it takes away from it's like all that privilege shit we're talking about. Like this nigga is a person of color, but, but don't but don't you think that they would want someone who already had a position running the country essentially, the finances, That's yeah. the same to kind of oh. to kind of run the country to kind of help out during the dark times of. Yeah. This recession. But I think he's more of a figurehead right now. Oh, like a stand-in. Until they vote. And there wasn't even an election. Like, he was appointed. Yeah, he was appointed. So I think, because we touched on it, Boris said no, right? Yeah. I think Boris is going to come back yeah, when, say, um, hell no. when, there's a, when there's an election. But why did he leave in the first place? There was like a scandal. It was a scandal because of COVID, COVID. policies. And then he did a lot of like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know the basics of it, but basically they say he did some corrupt shit with the way he was going on. It was definitely the COVID shit because he was having parties while he told everybody he had to lock down, but he was still having parties and all that shit, which is not a really big deal to me if the niggas running shit right. But um, I'll say that um, I think he's he he stepped down. So when he comes up for election, he'll pop out and he'll be unanimous, like British people are gonna vote for him. And when they vote for him, there's no question. I'm who the people wanted. I'm elected. You don't know what you got until you lost it. They even want him back. So we'll see. Uh, any last thoughts on that? Nope. Nope. Uh, do you guys wanna talk about Brazil's president election or you wanna save that for next week? Uh, we can say for next week, I guess. Okay. So we can know who won. Yeah. But I, I mean, guess, but I guess. We can, we, we can give the highlight of what's happening here. Yeah. And, and the importance of the, of that election. Okay. So does hot, quickly, uh, we'll talk about the Brazil's, uh, presidential election that's happening right now. Uh, what's the name of the, the candidate? Uh, it's, uh. Bolsonaro is the incumbent right now, mm-hmm. and then hold on, who's the guy? It's like Luis, uh, Luis, Enciada, Lua da Silva. Da Silva. You just say da Silva. Da Silva. Yeah. yeah, I did better with the Chinese name. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. harder. Yeah, just say da Silva <laughs> and Bolsonaro. Uh, so essentially, what's happening? They're uh, fighting literally over the Amazon forest. Uh, one of them is for the continued deforestation of it. That's Bolsonaro. Yeah. And uh, Luis da Silva, he's for the protection of the Amazon. If you guys don't know, this is essentially a battle for the global warming. 
ozone forest takes up like what forty to sixty percent of the carbon or the oxygen in terms of the carbon, whatever the fuck it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're continually chopping it down at a fast rate right now to continue like agriculture and building things. But they're not saving the actual forest. So this is the presidential election that's kind of gonna see if the world turns to fucking interstellar or not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, did I kind of break that down enough? Yeah, yeah, I think that was a perfect breakdown. Basically, that's the most um, important environmental election right now. It's the most important um, tagline of the world. Like, no one really cares about who wins presidency in Brazil. Yeah, let's be honest. But it's because of what we're experiencing right now with. Uh, climate change, fucking, fucking horrible weather patterns. Yeah. Um, that this it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Deforestation of the Amazon will make things even worse. Even worse. worse. With so it's a, it's a battle of future planet Earth. It's the lungs yes. of the Earth. Yes. Uh, okay, well, last topic of the night that we get out of here. Uh, the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband. Oh, uh, a guy broke into their house. Nancy Pelosi wasn't there. Uh, but essentially, he uh, uh, he wanted to tie up uh, Nancy Pelosi and her husband. Uh, he went into the house screaming, what, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? She was in Washington. Her husband was there. Uh, he basically uh, was uh, uh, trying to beat up the husband. The husband had 911 on a secret call. Uh, he was able to call 911 without bringing attention to it. Uh, they was able to send someone, a police officer, over to the house. Uh, that's when the guy attacked uh, Mr. Pelosi with the hammer. Uh, he has a skull fracture, which he's in surgery for now, as well as damage to his arms and legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick thoughts on this, because this kind of could lead to a deeper topic, even though it's, it shouldn't, but... The world shouldn't get to this place where we're running up in our elected officials' houses looking to kill them. So, thoughts? I feel like this is like a further continuance of Trump and his ideology and his mission to, you know, overthrow the election and everything like that. Like, you have to realize people who are diehard fans of Trump and people who stormed the Capitol, like, they really, they're about their shit. Like, they are really willing to suffer the consequences of their actions by making sure that the world and everybody understands their point. And so for him to actually go to their home and, you know, demand Pelosi and see the police officer and still bash his nigga in the fucking head, he had a mission and he succeeded in his head, in his mission, and he doesn't give a fuck if he goes to jail or not. He said, Nancy wasn't there, I'm going to take this nigga out. I'm going to take this nigga out. And so at the end of the day, it's just like, this is what happens when you give niggas a platform that's not supposed to have a platform to influence the uneducated and the people who just are clickbait and they believe anything that they say. Like I've seen so many videos on TikTok, Twitter, whatever the case may be of, you know, a certain demographic just believing whatever the fuck their people say. No research, no nothing. So this is just another example of how harmful a nigga like Donald Trump having a platform could possibly be. And that's all I'm gonna motherfucking say. Yeah, short and sweet. I respect it. Jamal? Um, we have to be careful right now because there is um, 
everything is so polarized right yeah. now. Um, and and senators and Congress people on both sides are under fucking attack. Like there's been attacks literally. On, yes, on 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 both sides of the aisle. Could remember even uh, the Supreme Court Kavanaugh, off the guy ran yep. up on him yep. earlier in the year. Yep, and right guys. I don't know how you control it because democracy is supposed to be a conversation. It's supposed to be a debate. It's a supposed to be heated. A compromise. You know what I'm saying? A, a compromise, um, a debate on which which route is the best route to go. Even if you don't agree, um, there's an understanding we vote on it. Majority rule. Majority rules. Yeah. Um, so both sides are literally like, no, we're gonna die on our fucking <laughs> on our shield, literally, and we'll and we'll fucking fuck some shit up to get to what we believe is the truth, and then that also holds a fact like people have been saying we're going to a what is that a civil war? Yeah, I've seen a couple of videos that shows uh. There's like a scale. I forgot what the scale was for. I got, I'll send you the video afterwards. Where literally, uh, there's a scientific scale that mo- all countries are a part of. That mm-hmm. kind of, the lower end is uh, 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 authorita- authoritarian yeah. and dictatorship is like the low scale, and the far scale is full dicta- uh, democracy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the scales in the middle determine like how close a country potentially is to like a potential war. So, right, yeah. And the United States is dead smack in the middle as it could potentially happen. happen. And I don't believe it could happen. Yeah. But the because board, the military's too good. Yeah, the military's too good. And I feel like both sides will be like, all right, come the fuck. Yeah. Like, like no one has to die. Die for this. Let's don't be stupid. Just don't be stupid. But the but the people that are making the laws and having these arguments and telling each other's people that this thing is the devil. That nigga is the devil. This nigga is destroying America. That person is destroying America. There's people at home that really think this and are willing to die yeah. for their cause, America. Mm-hmm. So anybody that they believe is an enemy of America, they're willing to go to their house apparently, have a hammer, and ask where that senator is. And, and that's a problem. And this is scarily reminding, uh, reminding me of January 6th when they were looking for Nancy again. They were looking for AOC. They were looking for people there. They were looking for where they, um, and they were Pence. And Pence, he was supposed to be on the other side. And, <laughs> and it was like they were literally looking for them. And what would happen if they would have caught them? They would have killed them. They would have killed them. They would have killed them. And that's a crazy thing because they're they're starting a revolution on something that's like as if it was fucking slavery or some shit. Yeah. Like slaves in 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 the north and south, like that was a war based upon some shit that shouldn't have been going on in the fucking first place. But these niggas really feel like they're how can I put it? Like, they're being cheated. They feel like they're being cheated in this world. And it's just like, no, like if if we could do what we're doing and at the capacity that we're doing it, then so can y'all. But y'all just don't want to put the work in. Y'all feel like this shit is deserved. I'll, like, I'll say y'all feel like y'all get should get handed all this 
Exactly. I'll say this. Like, for the privilege of those people to think that the person they voted for was could not not be elected because they feel like he's that guy. Like, how privileged you don't think that nigga could have lost yeah. all the shit that he was saying, all the crazy shit he was doing, all the crazy shit he was tweeting? You still feel like there is no way that guy could lose. Yeah. How do you, so how do you feel crazy. about how do you feel about the potential midterm elections uh, coming up, where they're estimated the Democrats lose like 11 seats, the Republicans are saying that they're not gonna accept the loss if like they're taking the whole Trump route. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, think he's gonna get that back. That's January uh, 6th. No, no, not like January 6th, but they're not accepting. They're the not loss. That's fine. That's fine. Because uh, there is route to take if you disagree with an election um, results. Mm-hmm. You go to court. Trump did that lost. everywhere he could. And lost. And he still lost. Mm-hmm. And he still has every Republican legislature making some fake ass laws. Uh, about uh, voter integrity, election. voter integrity, and and niggas are literally going to jail because they didn't know they couldn't vote or they weren't supposed to vote because they had um, they had they were in jail or some shit like that and they didn't know they weren't supposed to vote. Like I think in Florida you could vote if you went to jail, but only sex offenders can vote and murderers. Mm. So some people literally, they go to the DMV, they sign them up, they get a voter card. But they're not told and they're not allowed they're to not, vote. They're not told. They have a voter card. So whose fault is that? Are they just supposed to know that they can't vote? They're supposed vote? to know all their do's and don'ts after coming out of jail. That 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 is so lazy. Like, the person that signed them up should be like, no, this person can't it's, vote. You're ineligible. It should call you're ineligible. As they're filling out their paperwork, it should come up on the computer like... No, can't vote. Yeah. You're putting all of that onus on that person. And that's my problem with it. That's not fair. You're the fucking government. It's not fair. You gotta figure it out. But niggas are literally... The niggas are literally going to jail. Like, there's, I think, 20 people that went to jail have fucking warrants in Florida because of their shit. And, and this is happening all around the country in Republican legislatures. They're putting money for a brand of police... That can arrest people for voter um, fraud. fraud, and they're going to jail. It usually just was a ticket or probation. My nigga, if I go apply for a job and I don't meet the qualifications, I don't get hired. You don't get hired. If you go to vote and you're not supposed to fucking vote, then you should be not eligible. Yeah, like your shit should vote. not count. It at should all. not come up. Right. Yeah. They should tell you right now, no, you're not able to. But they're doing it intentionally. They want these niggas to get charged for that. Because they take good. it, they yes. take your ID, they take your stuff, they look all that yes. shit up. It should come up it before you say that you Whoa, whoa, sorry, sorry. You're not can, we, can I talk to you over here? Can you not don't want to make that shit a big scene? Let me talk to you over here. Something yes. came up. Yes. You can't fucking Some of be the here, saddest dude. stories I've heard was literally police being like, you have a warrant out for your arrest. And they're like, for what? And they're like, for voter voting. Fraud. And they're like, voter fraud? What the fuck is voter fraud? And the police that are arresting them are like, um, I just, I'm just serving the warrant. I don't know. That's so sad. we have good, that's sad. Got people stories. going to jail over. And these niggas are fucking frantic. They're like, so 
Yeah. I would be it's, terrified. It's, it's a felony. It's a felony. But the state of Florida said it's just a, a five hundred dollar um, bail. So you have two counts of voter fraud. So it's a thousand dollar bail. And niggas are like, a thousand dollars? What the fuck is going on to bail out of jail? And yeah. it's like, bro. I mean, you only got to pay ten percent if you show up to court. That's a hundred dollars. Yeah, I get it, yeah, but that's but still it's that's intentional. So it's and, it's and, still and, intentional. And, and it's fucking them up. Like, yeah. Once you, yo. Now you're in jail for voter fraud. I don't even know what the first what was this time when we were talking about, but that's how I feel about it, bro. That that voter fraud <laughs> shit. I was listening to those stories. I was like, this shit is crazy. Yeah, that's, crazy. that's wild. But I definitely think crazy. that the races uh, for this midterm is going to shed light about America, like especially this Georgia shit. I, I like wasn't Herschel leading in the polls and yeah, now he's, he's like trailing like a motherfucker. He's trailing now. Well, yeah, now he's trailing. Like, yeah, so, I think I so, seen something. So we talked about this shit last week and he yeah, was ahead yeah. and now he's like forty six percent. Yeah, it's a split. It's a split ticket. So Warnock is ahead. Ed Kemp is ahead. Kemp and Walker holds lead. Oh, that's two days ago. Yeah. Let's see. Something early comes up. But something changed, though, which was very scary because... Still tied. No, there was... Um, Four minutes. There was... Biden was getting on a plane. Because you know he doesn't give a fuck about nothing. Did you see Obama roasted that nigga Herschel Walker for like... I saw that shit. Yeah. It was caught. I was like, damn, is nigga Obama's a comedian now? No, no he's, 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 he's always I don't know about his jokes. But his his timing timing with it is really for good. everything. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. He was like, Herschel Walker was a really great running back, but that don't mean he's qualified to run a country. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like that would mean that like if me, the former president, was automatically just be a running back. back. <laughs> he was like. You would have walked that at, at the University of Georgia. Why would you want that in Georgia? I was like, damn, he's that killing this thing. That was good. Oh, uh, he roasted that thing. That was good. Obama's the GOAT, man. The GOAT. Obama's the GOAT. He, he runs on that nigga shit. That nigga shit comes through. That nigga through. shit comes in. <laughs> he was killing him. Like, five minutes straight. I was like, damn. Damn, what? I don't got nothing else, fellas. You got anything else you want to talk about? Um, if you are in the state of Georgia, early voting early is from voting. now until November 4th. Already voted. If you, I did not. I'm going yeah. to do that Monday. But if you have not voted already, mm-hmm. vote. Um, in any of these fucking elections. Just vote. Fucking vote. No matter where you at. If you're in just America, vote. at least. Just vote. vote. I know we got, only way I know we we got a lot shit. of overseas viewers. But if you're in America, you see this, go vote. Vote, vote. vote. Go you vote until November fourth, and, and to be completely honest, it starts at the base level. Like y'all niggas think it's most change happens at our local level, yeah. yeah, more than what we do for a presidential yeah. election. So the thing about that is like niggas in Washington don't know what the fuck's going on in the streets. Yeah, it always takes the ground roots. It gets it bigger, works its way up, and it works its way up, yeah. and that's how and that's how you and that's it. how democracy should work. Is a, does a Black Panther tool come out this weekend? Coming out? Uh, November 11th. Is it 11th? Maybe it's the 4th. November 11th. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap things up right here. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, audio comes out on Wednesday. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music. Yeah. Uh, gaming's back this week. I really got into a groove with that Gotham Knights. At first, I didn't really like it. Yeah. But it took me a while to figure out like, the actual mechanics to that it's game. It's hard, right? And now this shit is actually like really good to me. Because I've been seeing people play it, and they have a problem with it, too. They yeah. just get their ass whooped. Yeah, no. Oh, no. It's, it, 
it's different. It's not. It's a. It's 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 based off the Arkham shit. Yeah. But the mechanics are different because you don't have all the gadgets. But you have like special abilities where everyone, everyone has like different abilities. And I like. Everyone plays differently through. See how four different characters all play fucking. Sounds like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. No. Uh, but everyone does have their own ability on Mortal Kombat, but it's an open world like, Theme, but, yeah. Like so, for example, at first I did not like Red Hood okay. because he was slow. Yeah. I didn't understand his specials, yeah. but now I understand this shit. That nigga strong as fuck, and he shoots niggas from far away, mm-hmm. so he don't That's take good. as much damage. Yeah, you, I can use Robin, and that nigga is super stealthy in the game, yeah. so I could take out all the people in the room and not lose any fucking health. Yeah. Or I could go with Batgirl, and she's a brawler, so I can just fuck niggas up one on one and knock niggas brawler. out. Or I could go with Dick Grayson and they'd be all flying wrong. all over the place and he does a little bit of everything. everything. Yep. So I was like, it just, depends, it just depends on how you're feeling when you're about to play that game. It depends on how you're going to pick up. It's not as good as like the Arkham series. Nah. It's a notch below. What? Yeah, I think it's I'm a notch below. I'm not buying that shit now. But it's still pretty good. I think it's a lot fun if you have someone to play with too because Probably, it gets pretty yeah. hard. Because it, it is two-player. Yeah. you mean like two-player? It's, it it's co-op. It's oh, co-op. Really? So, so you one of you could be running around in the fucking... I could be in the roof with Robin. One yeah. of y'all niggas could be Red Hood just knocking niggas just out not, and yeah. someone could be someone else. With, so it's meant to be played as a co-op game. Yes. So a, okay, I get it. It's meant to be... It's probably way more fun and co-op. I, I can guarantee it's a lot more fun if you have someone okay. to play with. Mm-hmm. Automatically. Uh, but yeah, we're going to wrap things up right here. See y'all next week. Much love. Peace. Peace.